G'day and welcome to the Introners. I'm XQ. Today I'm joined by Paul or the Astro Pub and Algrid. How are you boys doing today? Good. I'm I'm tired and it's not even Invictus yet. So I'm I'm gonna I'm <laughs> Well we sucked you in straight after a yeah. captain's table, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. So yeah. And, and and the timer on his captain's table was four hours and forty one minutes, so you know it, yeah. it was a long one for him. So kicking kicking and those bags under his eyes, that's um that's that's legit. Mm. So this episode today came about because um, for us, it's about a week after this is uh, the episode I'm going to talk about has been recorded, but you guys haven't even seen it yet. So you can imagine how late this is after that one. Uh, but we did an episode on professional point of view on refining. And while we were laying out what the refining ships were, it kind of unfolded these other ships. And um, so we kind of realized that there's probably nine ships that most people never even knew that possibly existed. And there were some that we didn't even know existed and some connotations of, of that. And I kind of stumbled on it with the refining guys and I've kind of presented it very briefly to Algrid and Paul, but I thought it'd be a good thing to go over it again and lay it out for you guys and kind of get Paul's and Algrid's reactions and hot takes and totally destroying me thinking this is a, a pie in the sky possible idea. So I will say this episode is heavily based on speculation, but it's based on, uh, okay, I don't want to say rules, but things that CIG have said. So the first one being that uh, they're in every ship category, there is a large, they're going to try and do a large, medium, small, and a capital. And um, yeah, and, and then basically based on things that they've said. So, so, so I'll go through it all. You guys can let us know in the comments if you think we're being ridiculous, you can think we're being silly, but I just thought it was a kind of fun episode because we stumbled on it and there's these, these ships that you know, nine ships that we just hadn't, didn't use that were there. And we're, 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 we're rounding the 150 ship marks. There's only about 50 to go. And if these nine ships are there, that's almost a fifth of what's left. So it's kind of interesting. And um, yeah, so, so, so I'll, uh, I'll lay it out. Um, what I've done here is I've, uh, I've got Photoshop open in the background and I could turn different layers on and off, but you guys will see that in this little uh I don't know what you want. It's not a diagram. What do I call that? Graph, uh, lines and grids. Um, but as you can see there, we have the three columns table. of table. Yeah, that's a good one. Table. Um, we have mining, table. salvage, mm -hmm. and refining. And you can th the ships that I've got listed there are the ones that we know of, right? And obviously, you can see that there are nine empty uh, boxes, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So when we were going and, through, go ahead, Agrid. And the other thing to, to point out with this is that. These nine ships that we we envisage or think possibly could exist, uh -huh. they're all non pew pew ships. So they're not they're not combat ships. They're the industry ships and and ships that fill out that area. And that that is also doing something where we know CIG wants to move into. So that is really something that it does help us in mm. in terms of where we're thinking and what we're <coughs> what we're looking at. So uh, my camera died already. I don't... <laughs> Oh no. I'm having lots of issues with this camera. It's fine. There you go. It's back. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'd also like to point out that there's 10 slots, not nine slots. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, there's nine slots. Where's the 10? No, there's nine now because the reason there was 10 is you didn't have oh. the staff area in there. Yeah, I had to trick oh, okay. Paul somehow and make him look silly. That's fine. Um, so, so, yeah, but the main reason why the Star Pharaoh is hidden is because, like, originally we kind of thought the Star Pharaoh was in the refining tree. This is kind of where it all started, but it's not. It's actually out in this tree on the right-hand side because this is the one that we all kind of forgot about. 
is mining and gas. And this isn't actually mining, this is mining and ore. Um, and when you actually break it down from a design perspective, it makes so much more sense to have a core pillar of refining that all three professions meaning mining ore, mining gas, and mining salvage feed into. And when you visualize it like that, you can now understand how a, a thing like refining can exist, where three professions are feeding into the one, where before there would have been a, either waiting around for mining or there you know, could have been a... You know, uh, if it, yeah, I, I just, I just think it works so much better with three feeding into one without getting into the long story of it. Does that make more sense to you guys too? If it's something like that, where refining is uh, being fed by by three other professions. Yeah, and it's also important to remember that a lot of these professions are going to mix in with one another. Uh, yeah. Gases and ores are often put together for various different compounds, yeah. salvage. So you can use you can use ore and and recycled metals together. So say if you have a recycled aluminum and you have aluminum, they're still aluminum. You put mm. them together to make more refined aluminum mm. or whatever. They may have some weaknesses or impurities, but they can cheapen the cost of making aluminum. So what there are other things that you can see in this as well. And what you're explaining there is essentially what we cottoned on to into the refining episode. So if you're interested in that, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll chuck it up in the box up there and you can go look at that. But yeah, we're not going to go into refining today. I'll literally just turn them on, but I'm yeah. not really going to explain them. Agrid? Yeah. The other thing there's in the Expanse's Q&A, they talked about the Expanse being able to refine, you know, ore, gas and uh, salvage. Uh, yeah, so but, they kind of... but they coined it, um, they said uh, ores, um, what was it, ores, uh, metals, and um, gases, I think they call it. So so yeah. you have to go through the coding a little bit there, but that is literally what they're talking about. They're talking about the, the mining of ores, the mining of mm -hmm. gases, and the refining. Yeah, you're, you're, you're spot on there. Mm -hmm. And so so the fact that they, they talk about that really does then feed into what Paul was just saying, and, and you've said as well, the way they've felt cross-pollinate each other mm. um and you look at the you look at the the original sale for the orion the orion was said hey it's a standalone it's got refining and yet mm. it'll have it's got some but it's never going to be as good as the expanse it's, you know you look at the expanse mm. as compared to what we see in this starfarer already and the expanse clearly can do more than what the starfarer can do because it's got more refineries and i and i imagine we'll see a similar thing with the orion reclaimer and whatever refining ship it that's in that position is as well so yeah so one um, other thing i do want to point out about this one specifically which is the medium one which i've nicknamed the argo heat uh because it's four letters long and it made sense to me uh but uh is obviously where the prospector works with the expanse and the whole a and stuff like that we're assuming there'll be a similar thing with the mole and and uh and its counterpart refinery ship which makes a lot of sense um I, I, you don't have to call it heat by the way that's just the name that i thought sounded cool at the time um but uh, yeah, that's uh, th that's the first one I think that, that we'll probably see. I think unlike most ships where we've seen them kind of go like big, small, and then medium and large, this one, because I think with refining, we are definitely going to see a progression because once people learn of that um, multi-manufacturing and, and uh, like as they go up, the bigger the ship is, the better it's going to be. It's It's really weird compared to some of the others but there's obviously something potentially hidden there that we haven't seen yet that cig could also have that changes it and it goes back to be like the other ships but normally even if you look at even if you look at mining for for an example the bigger a ship gets the more it can do but then the counteraction to that is the more people it needs so it still will be the same like that for refining as well mm. um 
All right, so the other, yeah, I'll just turn these other ones on real quick. So I haven't really called them anything. I've just, you know, refining large, refining capital. Um, the other one that, that I'll knock off really quick is we know from the uh, EU feature team, I think that's about a month and a half to two months ago now, is that chances are that this, uh, the last mining one for ores will be a land miner. Um, and that's purely just based on the fact that Landmining is a thing, but we don't have the ship for it. The only ship that can do it is the prospect that the other two are kind of more space locked, so to speak. And what I mean by that is you can't land in a mole and shoot a laser down um, because the things yeah. on the sides don't let you land. And obviously the Orion is locked to space. So um, prospect is the only one for that. So it makes logical sense. If we've got landmining as a thing, the last ship has to be the thing that does it. Um, it it's pretty self-explanatory. And, and it, feeds, it feeds in with Hurston as well. Hurston have, you know, we know that Hurston have these great open pit mines. And so having having vehicles or ships that do that open strip mining is is something that would be useful. And that also ties in with what the... the the vault, uh, the Vandal driller does. It's it's strip mines, and so I could see a UAE version of a. Does that make sense? Sense to you, Paul? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's important to remember that that just because it's a landminer doesn't mean it necessarily it won't also go into space, but it's designed. Mm -hmm as a large ship like the Prospector where it can tilt down mm. and, and just down mine, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. as well as to <laughs> land down while in an atmosphere. I do think so. it will, yeah, so so that that is the thing I thought about quite a bit, actually. Like, it doesn't mean the mole is more likely, like if it's doing um, underground asteroid surface mining, uh, um, because, like, again, how the Prospector lands and mines, you are totally correct, it could just have to hover, but that does limit its factor. So yeah, I don't know, mm. I, like I, I, the mole for me is the biggest question mark of, of the mining mm. tree because it can either be just as good as everything, everything else or it's clearly the worst, um, which we'll just have to wait and see. Because if, it, if it's locked to just doing surface mining, that kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait but and then see. If, if you look at, the, if you look at the, the mining ore pattern that you've just got there, you've got the prospector which can do space and land. Mm -hmm. You've got the mole that really excels at doing doing asteroid mining. You've got a land miner, which, you know, could be a spaceship, could be a land vehicle, but does land mining, mm. could do other stuff. And then you've got the Orion, which we know can never leave, can never really land on a planet and mine. And so you've got, if, if you think of it in terms of land space, you've got land space, land space. So mm. small small land, large land, small land, small space, large spaceship. I, so, I just want um, to point out, though, there's nothing to stop the land miner from landing on an asteroid and mining it as well. Nope. So, yeah. No, I, I could see a, a, a vandal uh, driller doing that type of thing as well, just going and going to a, an asteroid that's rich and just sucking it up and mm. chewing it to bits. Um, small scale Orion type operation. But, yeah. So moving on to salvage, yeah. um, like when I look at the vulture, I always use the example of the vulture to kind of explain what this medium one would be. So the vulture, you know, you've got to put uh, blast charges on the ships to blow them apart before you can do it. So obviously the next step above that would be to include lasers on the medium so it doesn't have to use the blast charges. And then obviously you could take like the reclaimer. We know it's got the processing room, so it just loses the processing room and there you go, you've got the large salvage. So you can kind of see and kind of work out roughly what they're going to have in almost all of these. Um, I don't know, you guys tell me, what do you, what do you think about those salvage ships and what do you think they could be? Uh, I will say, I think that um, we're going to start seeing, because CIG definitely has a thing for drones, mm -hmm. and we have yet to see a salvage drone. 
So and they are supposed to be some on the and they are in the reclaimer. Right there are. I didn't think of that. That's a really yeah. good. That's a really good call. I like that. I so I, yeah. think of something like like the Vul the Vulcan, but with um, with which specifically designed for 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 salvage operations. Uh, I could also definitely see something that's more along the lines of because um, we've got the the Drake, which is the the dirty, nitty gritty, tiny ship that's designed for. For, for 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 remote operations and the reclaimer, which is this big, gigantic, enormous, uh, over overbuilt monstrosity mm. that's designed for for this built by Aegis. Uh, you still have spaces for um, for Argo, which would fit really well in there, and Misk, which would also fit very well in there for mm. those different styles where you have something that's more of a utilitarian. We're going to build this. This is going like this is designed to process uh, salvage and then get it back to you know, another plant or whatever, something that's designed to salvage things mm -hmm. for uh, um, not necessarily industry, yeah. but for infrastructure, which would be the Argo sort of things. And then mm -hmm. MISC being something more of designed for you're going to make money off of this. This is this is this is designed as an operation rather than one being basically a garbage like the difference between like a garbage truck and a um, recycling center. Like mm -hmm. the 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 Argo the Argo version of this would be more like a garbage truck, and mm -hmm. the 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 like the Misk version would mostly be like a recycling like facility. Yeah. Um, well, it depends. And a lot of people. Go ahead. I was going to say a lot of people forget that Misk are their main ship building area of area where they make most of their money is their heavy industry. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're a heavy industry company. They you know they they do that quite a lot. Um, Worthwhile having a read of if you get jump point, the latest jump point with the updated MISC um, portfolio. Um, just some nice little interest in there. But you were you were saying Drake, and I I hundred percent I could see a Drake salvage ship because when you go back to the the early law for Drake, Drake have their off you know they basically have salvage yards. They they are effectively out on the frontier. They've got their salvage yards. They've got their dirt cheap ships. Um, cobbled together with a salvage from the junkyards and all the, all the other stuff. It, to me, it just it's a perfect fit for Drake. I know people mm. will say, "Oh no, Drake are pirates," but a legitimate side. Well, a salvage ship well, Drake, working in that area would work perfectly. Drake already have the vulture, though. You see, so I think mm. for me, what 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 you said, Paul, in Argo and Misk, the only other manufacturer I'd probably chuck in there, and you correct me if you think I'm wrong here, both of you, is would be Consolidated Outland. Um, yeah, and, and, and I I, go ahead. It's not, it's not their style, but I could see it. They're, I, I, I honestly, I'd the, actually, they kind of, I believe that you go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, I, I actually believe that Consolidated Outland might build the landminer. That was what because, I was about to say. Yeah, that's because, it's actually, it's actually my number one runner for the landminer because of the, the other manufacturers that have been used. I think it's the, the, mm -hmm. the front runner for that. Well, also because the thing that we have to understand is that CIG is basing uh, Consolidated Outland off of Elon Musk, mm -hmm. like 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 Silas Kerner is Elon Musk. Everything they that's it's 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 not a secret. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that Elon Musk has that uh, they haven't really reflected in the game yet is the Boring Company, which is a company that's designed to mm -hmm. bore holes. Which is why you'd have Landminer would make sense for that. You don't really have. That's tunnel true. drilling technology in Star Citizen, but mining, yeah. So drilling, mining, oh. very close. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can say that. I didn't think of that. That actually makes so much more sense now you've said that, though. So yeah. 
Um, as for the the, the last two, the that would be the uh, consolidated boar. Yes, the boar. The boar. Excuse. <laughs> so yeah. All right. so, yeah, that's old man Hurston picking on uh, you know that boring fella Silas. Yeah, so after we kind of yeah. realized what's on there so far with when I was talking to the refinery guys, the thing that really came to me is once once I I thought, oh, I might not be able to work out what's in these in this gas tree because the start we've only got one ship and normally I need two to be able to kind of work it out. But when I sat there and analyzed it and thought about it, I got, I, I I used the mining ore tree and the using the mining ore tree, I was able to figure out another one. And this is the the one that really kind of blew my mind when I thought of it. And I I don't know if it had the same effect on you guys but what it was was a ship that mines nebulas so uh akin to the starfarer that goes down to gas giants and 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 grab stuff but it's like the orion it's locked to space so it has to go to nebulas to get its gas and i was like whoa that's mm. a big ship and uh the thing that we visualized when we were talking about it in the group was um you know those ships that are like the really big spheres that carry oil and stuff but mm. in space. So it's just these giant spheres that go through and kind of, or not giant spheres, but you know, if you know the tankers I'm talking yeah. about, um, flying through space and sucking up all the nebulas into those uh, gas canisters. Yeah. And also Lagrange points, like, cause we see all the space gaping. CIG is not making space gaping just for pretty. They're going to mm. do something with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. What, what do you think of that though, so, as, a, as a ship? Do you think that that's a possibility? Al? Yeah, look, I, I think a, a capital ship that's doing the gases is certainly something that's down there. I cannot see the Starfarer being the only gas harvesting ship or the largest gas harvesting ship, especially when it's already got, you know, it's got a couple of refineries, but it's also the, the key refueler. Mm. And, um, and I mentioning that refueling is I think that's why it has refueling is because it's so similar to the one above it. It needed something else to kind of make it, a bit more special and so that's why it's got the refueling mechanic yeah. as well and being smaller than the one above it as well but i could also see the the nebula miner or what it, you know being being the main you know being a ship you'd station above somewhere like a uh crusade uh, crusader crusader and um and and it'd skim the surface and just suck up the mm. i don't in, in the I, gas I don't know if they'll let it go into atmosphere but if it does it'll only be in the gas giants because gas giants obviously yep. have a low atmosphere but it could even be on a, 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 a atmospheric basis like some gas giants mm. that can go into and others that can't because of how big it is but there's no reason you can't use an srv to pull it back out too that's another thing so yeah mm. so after i had those two i was like well that kind of pretty much takes you know the the space out of the equation. So what would the last two be? And the first one that kind of came to me was I was thinking of Selen is all the geysers on, on Selen. So literally like a little ship that just caps the geysers and, and pumps it out type of thing. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think of that? Too simple? <laughs> no, it makes sense. Geyser, geyser tapper makes sense, especially since we know multiple places in Star Citizen have been described as having cryovolcanoes or geysers or something like that. Mm. So um, being able to go to various locations and go, hey, this is a cryovolcano. I'm going to get ice out of this thing so I can mm. just sit here and harvest uh, like, like um, you know, hydrogen and oxygen and other, other elements that can come in out of this. Whereas this is more of sulfur. Um, I can pull sulfur out and then you can use some of those elements for other purposes. Yeah. So, yeah. This next bit's a bit speculatory as well. I also, 
um, envisioned this ship being a gas liquid transporter exclusively. And, and the reason I explain that is, say you were transporting liquids or gases on a hull A in the small containers, they have to land, unload the ship, and then it can be transported. But we do know there are large gas containers on some of the space stations. So if this thing can just fly straight up and transfer straight into the space station and then leave, it speeds that whole process up. So I think we may actually see some uh, specialized cargo ships around ores and gases and salvage. Yes. I, I think it might be a thing. I, I'm not certain on it, but gas specifically, I can totally see that as a thing, um, especially if it's yeah, I, still I, mining and doing the cargo. Sorry, I could. I, I could see a liquid uh, transporter being really key for that as well, because mm. one of the things we know that we need, we need hydrogen to fuel our ships and to power our plants and everything else. We need oxygen to keep our atmosphere and, our, and us alive in the stations and that. Mm. So having a, a station, I imagine, can do electro, electrolysis, you know, splitting water into hydrogen and oxygen. Yep. Uh, you might decide that needs to be on a refinery ship. So having a ship that's actually tra literally geared for harvesting water and taking it to a station or where it's needed is going to be a key element in terms of survival. You know, it's, the, um, it's a Canterbury. I don't disagree. From you know, to pick up pick up the expanse idea. And the last, um, so yeah, hundred percent. And the last one was a, a drilling liquid miner, so almost similar to the land miner, but specifically at liquids, kind of like um, how you see today with uh, ships mining oil from under the ground. Um, mm -hmm. That said, um, the other thing I'll, I'll, I'll say this after you guys have said your piece, though. So yeah, um, what do you think about that? Uh, a liquid, uh, a liquid driller. I mean, the the only thing that that is going to require some tech to be invented, which would be having deposits of liquid and other stuff under the ground that you could then, uh, uh, you know, uh, gather through mining. You don't need um, it, actually, because you can fake it all with just the hut of the ship. So because um, we, we had to think about this how when they were doing the uh, professional point of view for mining. And if you've mm -hmm. just got the planet, if you if you say there's a node under there, like it's done with code, like it's just under there, it can show it on the HUD of your ship. But you never physically go underground, do you? You're just pulling it out so you can fake it from under the ground. You can process and simulate that there's an ore that's been created there. And if it's liquid, you've just put your pump in and it's just basically emptying a tank. And if it's doing ore, it's the kind of the same thing. You're breaking it up and, and sucking it out. You don't actually have or, to be or there. If you go to, or if you go to the river on Microtech, you're just sucking water, you know, put your tube down into the river and just sucking up the mm. sucking up the water with all the fish and everything else, and then you've got to sort them. You know, He's talking... Get the, get, get, the, get the frogman out of the Agrid, he was specifically talking about stuff under the ground, though, that you can't see, and that's yep. what I'm trying to say. I'm yeah. trying to explain how you can actually do it without actually having to do it. You can fake it. You can do it through quanta, basically, where yeah, it's like it exists it. as yeah. digital, and then you just you don't have to actually mm. like actually show it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and that was the key takeaway for me. Once I realized they could do it on the hologram parts of the ship, I was like, oh wow, they could just fake everything, um, and and it'll it'll feel real as hell. Because I was like, are they going to actually like allow you to dig under the ground? I was like, no, that's not going to actually work. Like, how are they going to do it? And then. Yeah, once I kind of connected all the dots. A bit, a bit like the outpost with the mining outpost. You just see the machines yep, working, but that's it. we're not seeing them suck anything out of the ground. It's just the same Well, they'll, have, a, they'll oh. have some kind of hologram to represent it, 
but it'll yeah it, it'll be a, a it'll be on your screen it won't be you won't actually be seeing it in in the game and i'd That's say it. the same if, even if you're sucking water up from a river you're not going to mm. see the water going up the tube because it's a solid tube you'll just see mm. you'll just see the hologram saying oh your tank's filling up yeah so, so the so the last thing i kind of want to add before we head off is obviously this is you know, a grid of, uh, what, 16 ships here. Um, the ones that we're filling the gaps in with, there obviously could be some cross-pollination here. So, for example, that land miner and the liquid miner, they could be the same ship. That you know, yeah. So there is a p p possible nine ships there. Not saying that that's exactly what's going to happen, just based on the fact that, you know, um, they've said they're trying to get a ship into every single category. There's also other categories that could come out there because, like, someone could argue that the staff fair is also in the refueling tree. But I think refueling is not a full tree. I think it's going to be maybe only one or two ships that can do that. And the funny, the other thing I'll put in there is, like, you've got the Vulcan. Uh, when I talked to Badges about this, he brought the, the Vulcan up because technically that's in the repair tree, but it's also in the refueling mm -hmm. tree. So there is going to be some cross pollination and so i don't think we will see all of these ships but i just want to put it out there so you're at least thinking about them so you can plan your feats accordingly because i i think we can definitely agree that mining for gas is going to be a thing um it's just mm. something that was out of sight out of mind and they've never really kind of talked about it but again yeah. there might not be four ships in that tree so i just i just want to give you give you guys that caveat get the ball rolling and start thinking. Cause, cause the big takeaway for me was like, if there's a refining capital ship and a refining miner, I've only got half those industry ships that I need. There's another, you know, $500 each potentially or more for two ships that I'm possibly going to want in my fleet. And that, that was the thing I was like, Oh crap. I need to start saving. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I agree. I I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of, uh, Finish this up by well, my own thoughts by saying like a lot of this stuff is stuff that we're going to start seeing come in as the as stuff starts to become more um, mm. <clears throat> excuse me uh, fleshed out. Yep. So as we see uh, mining and refining process becoming more granular, when you start seeing you know like the when the expanse is fully out, those sorts of things you're going to start see some of this gaps or cig will start seeing some of these gaps if they don't already see some of these gaps and you'll start seeing them plug away um for anybody who, who might be doubting any of these i will also like to remind people that for many many moons i complained that there needed some sort of ferry ship some sort of ship to be able to carry smaller ships longer distances and that that was going to be needed for pyro we talked about it when we talked about that just how mm. big systems are mm. And then they released the Liberator because they realized they needed to make a big ship that could carry other ships. Mm -hmm. So these are all examples of things that we'll probably see in some way, shape or form down the line as the game progresses, just because of the nature of building a complex refining and mining systems that they were going to build. So just to piggy yeah, I agree. Uh, piggyback on the uh, back, what, hang on, just to piggyback on the back of what you kind of said there, Paul, this little grid that we've got down here. I guarantee you there's some designer somewhere at CIG that has this grid, but for every ship in the game and every profession. Mm -hmm. And they're just like picking where they want them mm -hmm. to go and making them. Yeah. Sorry, Agrid, go yeah. ahead. And, and you look at what, you look at mining. When mining first came out, it was just the prospect of doing a little bit. Now we've got, um, you know, the gadgets and other things. And so we are seeing the, the evolution of that, of that profession tree. And I've got no doubt salvage is going to have be as detailed uh mining gas is going to be as detailed and refining is going to be as detailed and so um 
which really does open up the, the world for the different the different varieties. And if I could work out why my my camera has gone completely just it's just bandwidth. It's bandwidth. You got low bandwidth from your end. Um the one thing I'd like to add uh, to, you know those mining charges you were talking about? I can't unsee them as you know, they talk about the blast charges, the blow apart, the salvage. They're just that mm -hmm. for mining. <laughs> so I like yep. I, I'm I'm seeing like similar traits from, charges. Yeah, yeah. from from one thing breach no, into they're, another. They're not they're they are definitely not breaching charges, sir. No, I no, don't no. know what you're talking about. They're, they're completely legitimate <laughs> salvage and mining use to break up hard rock and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Other facilities it's, and and help you take that, that Drake, door away. You know, salvage we, that door. We 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 at Drake Interplanetary do not at all condone the use of this beyond its initial specifications. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Dual uh, <laughs> use. No, no, no. I gotta kind of agree with my colleague from Drake. You know, we don't we don't we don't do those types of nasty things. We're we're always about legitimate business practices. Some of us are more legitimate than others, however. Drake blast charges coming to a salvage near you. All right. Um, well, with that, um, yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments below because obviously this is probably going to have a lot of discussion. I, I already know that I've talked to about quite a few people and, and, and that whole extra tree that I kind of always knew it was there, but I just kind of didn't lay it out. And when I laid it out with the refining guys, I was like, holy shit, this just makes so much sense to have three professions feeding into refining. And it just mm. elevates refining to a totally different level. Like, oh, there was just this little side thing kind of like refueling but now it's it's whole tree easily and 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 if you go and watch the like i put it up in the cards but if you go watch the refining episode it was really obvious to me that refining is going to be like a real powerhouse um a real yeah. part of the man like it is basically manufacturing for players it's the closest we're going to get uh, so, oh, yeah. and and my brain brain hit something another reason why the, all this stuff is going to happen and the reason why we haven't seen it yet is because if you listen to the last Todd Pappy interview that was done with with uh, with uh, Sandy with Disco Lando, no? oh, okay. Um, uh, Todd Pappy talked about how he wasn't he wasn't happy that they had to move away a lot of their resources from the PU to the Squadron Forty Two because he wanted to do uh, loops, gameplay loops. He wanted to get professions fleshed mm -hmm. out, and this is what professions fleshed out looks like. Mm -hmm. So I can almost guarantee you. This is what you'll see in two years. Yeah, you'll start to see these things popping off in the end of in sometime middle next year, end of next year, and start releasing sometime a little bit after that, just mm. because these are needed for the future. And yeah. I, and I I think we could take another four professions and do a grid like this as well. So we may we may yeah. may do this at a future date with some other professions. But it just became yeah. really obvious to me you're able to go sideways and and use some of the other professions to work it out, not yeah. just up and down. So yeah. And then and I, I think the other one is, I think the other thing is, in the past, we just looked at, you know, mining has been mining slash all, you know, mining all slash gas. Mm. But I think it, it is really a, a grounds to actually say there's mining ore and there's also the mining gas and there's two set, and they're, mm. they're um, parallel uh, branches of the mining, of the mining tree mm. itself. And, and that, yeah. that just opens up the world.
I always thought mining mining was so much more powerful than salvage, but by splitting them in then two like this, you can all of a sudden see how salvage does stand on its own. It it is equal mm. to ore and it is equal to gas, but I think if gas and ore were together, way too strong. Uh, but mm. but and that's why I always had people say, "Oh, I'm going to get the Orion because it it just does everything," you know. And and people always put the reclaimer behind, but now when I lay it out like this. The reclaimer is going to be just as powerful as the Orion, easily in my book now. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Um, like this video if you like this video. Um, you know what to do in that regard. Uh, if you want to subscribe, do that as well. If you want to go the extra mile on Patreon, you can do that as well. Uh, Paul, where can people find you, mate? Twitch.tv slash the Astropub and YouTube.com slash the Astropub. Uh, uh, I stream live on Twitch to, uh, to Thursdays and Fridays and then, um, you know, in the evenings and then in the afternoons, Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, and I do uh, content like similar to this. I do, uh, uh, do more stuff with 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 Algrid as well, where we do uh, do uh, lore citizen stuff. So podcast. So if you enjoy lore, you like discussions like this, come join me there. You also find these two on Captain's Table every so often, too. So. And, and don't forget, leave your comments. And sorry, so go on. Excuse no, 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 I was going to make a joke. It's fine. I was going to say, yeah. don't forget, leave your comments. We do, believe it or not, read every single comment. We don't always respond to every single comment, but we do actually read every single comment. Mm -hmm. um, but remember, be respectful and uh, treat each other um, or be awesome to everyone, I suppose is a, our catchphrase. Be excellent um, to each other. But yeah, like, it's subscribe, actually... hit that bell. It's from Bill and Ted. Algrid, yes. you're showing yep. your age. <laughs> your age is showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an excellent adventure. Get over it. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, with that, you guys have a good one. We'll see you next week.